This is News Talk. And obviously the uh, drowning tragedy in County Kerry dominating a lot of the front pages this morning. The Irish examiner, siblings drown on Kerry Beach. A brother and sister died in a swimming tragedy in Kerry yesterday as the man's shocked teenage son looked on from the beach. Their bodies were recovered from the water following a major air-sea rescue operation off Men's Beach in Ballybunion. And anyone who's ever been to Men's Beach in Ballybunion or maybe you're from the area, it's such a gorgeous area and such a tragedy to happen in this area and I saw people on social media last night who were on the beach last night saying that the rescue crews tried all evening they really really tried their very best but unfortunately uh, two people died the victims the man in his 50s his sister in her 40s were understood to have been holidaying in the area and were from Roscommon eyewitnesses according to the examiner describing heartbreaking scenes on the beach as the boy watched the tragedy unfold just absolutely awful. That's also the front of the Irish Daily Mirror. Brother and sister drown in Hall's horror sea tragedy beyond belief as siblings in their 50s die. Uh, Still some question marks because it is still very early, uh, about the ages of those who died either in their 40s or their 50s. The Irish Daily Mail, swimming horror on Kerry Beach. Uh, on, on to other news now. The Irish Independent has an exclusive interview with former Taoiseach Brian Cowan this morning, and you may have seen him at the FLA yesterday receiving an award. Uh, the headline on the front of the Irish Independent, My Fight for Life. Former Taoiseach speaks for the first time about long recovery from stroke, and he says I was unconscious for a couple of weeks it wasn't looking good and so many people saying great to see uh, Brian Cowan regardless of your politics great to see Brian Cowan in such good form yesterday and cracking jokes and I know our own Josh Crosby was asked the fly yesterday and he'll have a report on News Talk Breakfast this morning uh, on that and um, there's more in the Irish Independent a two page interview with former Taoiseach Brian Cowan now on to the Irish Times and they're looking at housing this morning Actually, they're looking at wind farms as well. I'll come to that in a second. But on the issue of housing, the government is going to ask state bodies once again to find properties for housing. They've been told to redouble their efforts to find housing. This is because um, they've been told to go back to the drawing board because some state bodies offered disused harbour masters' cottages and marriage marriage quarters in Garda stations and making stipulations that some homes could only be built for Irish speakers. So every state department, uh, every state agency, every state body asked last December to identify housing that they might have or potential for housing that they might have within their own stock. However, while some sent more substantial lists of properties, many departments or state bodies told the Department of Housing that they'd nothing or only made limited offers or said their property holdings weren't suitable for housing. So now the news is go back to the drawing board, will you go off again and please find some housing for for the people of Ireland. It's been described as an unsatisfactory property trawl of state bodies, so they have to go back and try and find more. I mentioned wind farms there. They're making an awful lot of money, according to the Irish Times. Revenue from big power companies' wind farms are multiplying as electricity prices soar. So ESB, Energia and SSE Electricity, they all own wind farms that supply electricity to the wholesale market, and wind farms could earn an average of 300 
€130 a megawatt hour for electricity they sell to the wholesale market. And this is six times the €53 that the regulator predicted that the industry would earn over the same period two years ago. So they're absolutely flying it. A surge in wind power earnings. And as the Irish Times reminds us, this comes as families and businesses struggle with high bills that are running at up to €2,600 a year for electricity and over €2,000 for gas. The Irish Sun, Delaney's newborn baby Joy amid the tears and the Irish Daily Star, Glad Mum Got to Meet My New Baby. This is the news that ex-FAI boss John Delaney yesterday said farewell to his beloved mother Joan as he, his new partner and their baby girl led mourners in Tipperary as John Delaney's mother was laid to rest. That's on a few of the front pages. Inside the papers this morning... And uh, you'll all be aware of some issues at Dublin Airport and you'll be aware that they were drafting in the army, putting them on standby in case there were problems at the airport. The news in the Irish Times, though, is that the army is going to be stood down at Dublin Airport later this month after being put on standby. Operator DAA said it has not sought an extension for the Defence Forces to remain ready to assist the depleted staff numbers at the airport. So the original deadline or the original deal was that the army would be there until August 15th and then if the airport needed it, put them on standby again after that. But now the DAA says there's no need to call on the Defence Forces. Already there's been no need and they don't see there to be a need to call on the Defence Forces for help since the forces were put on standby after Eamon Ryan intervened on the 6th of July. So the Defence Forces were trained uh, but the DAA has not had reason to call on their services. Um, So I suppose they've got over the August bank holiday weekend now and less and less people are probably going on holidays compared to maybe June, July so they think they're going to be able to manage it. Interesting one in the Irish Examiner how quickly do you get your post because the news is that there have been improvements in the proportion of mail delivered on the next working day. Uh, These have been recorded by OnPost. The latest annual report by Comreg on the performance of OnPost has found that 84% of single mail items were delivered on the next working day and that's a very good service and it's an increase of two percentage points on the previous year but they actually Comreg have big big ambitions for OnPost because the examiner says that Comreg wants OnPost to do 94% of next day deliveries so at the moment they're at 84% Comreg says the target should be 94% for next day deliveries for standard letters. And the report said next day deliveries by on post last year continued to be impacted by the pandemic. So we're still not at pre-pandemic levels, but they're getting there, I suppose. Bit of a scary incident at Tato Park, which you may or may not have heard about. It's documented in a number of the papers, including in the Irish Examiner. Visitors to Tato Park were forced to shelter in a gift shop after three bison broke out of their enclosure and were spotted beside one of the theme park rides in an incident that occurred in March and I think the bison's probably the size of a cow really Uh, so the alarm was raised by the retail manager after a customer reported seeing bison next to an amusement park ride sorry an amusement ride at the park in Mead and the zookeeping team initiated the escaped animal procedure immediately there so you had to go into the gift shop until the bison herd manager arrived and returned them to their paddock but I suppose listen that's where the bison live that is their home Staying with Animals in the Mirror pop ballad How Deep Is Your Love has topped a chart of songs that keep dogs calm on long journeys
Excuse me. Now, obviously, it can be difficult if you have to throw your dog in the car. Some absolutely hate the big, long journeys, get very, very uncomfortable. Some even get sick. So here's a suggestion. Play How Deep Is Your Love. You can also play No Woman, No Cry or Everything I Do, I Do It For You. That came third place in the playlist of songs that dog, dogs love for long journeys. And research found 67% of dog owners' pets got stressed in the car, but 72% planned to take their dog by car on a staycation anyway so the dog mightn't love it but you're going you're coming on holidays with us the mail this morning speaking of holidays says uh, that when you're packing shoes for your holiday you might think a pair and a spare will do but women actually take an average of six pairs of shoes with them on holidays and then they don't bother wearing them shoes are the most commonly packed item left unworn on holidays women are the worst culprits they take double the number of pairs as men who make do with three. I usually bring two with me on holidays. Three and four women who answered a survey admitted taking five or more pairs away. Now this is despite baggage allowances and all this stuff, but they also admit uh, only a third of those who packed the high heels actually wore them. So basically you just need one for the day and one for the night and that's it. Final story comes from the Star. We're hoping for some nice-ish weather over the weekend, I think. We've had some lovely evenings recently and the Star has details of how you should hold the perfect barbecue. So the perfect barbecue should begin at 2pm on a day that's touching 22 degrees and the barbecue should last four hours. The event should be hosted in a picturesque garden setting or a beauty spot and you should have hot dogs, steak and beer. While drumsticks and burgers still reign popular as main dishes, many also want fish at the barbecue and kebabs. Music should be played in the background uh, but more people, actually 21% said they'd prefer to watch or listen to sport in the background having the barbecue. The research was committed by Warburton's, which found 25% believe it's not a proper barbecue without coleslaw and 22% enjoy a potato salad. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com This, this is Newstalk.